You've all heard it, niche down and dominate. This is something that is said pretty often in real estate trainings across the world, across the country. And the truth is, is that absolutely, if niching down was that easy and you could just find your niche and absolutely dominate uh, in that, it would be done by so many and we wouldn't have the failure rate. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this strategy and some things you need to think about when you're choosing a niche to really go after and you know direct your marketing towards because it's not all you know strawberries and and rainbows out there so i can't wait to dive in stay tuned welcome to the real estate agent playbook helping you win at the game of real estate every day here is your host jeremy kane what's up guys coach kane here real estate agent playbook Today, we're going to talk about niching down. And this is something that, you know, everybody says new agents here, they talk all the time, I need to find my niche, I need to find my niche. The truth is that if you're a real estate agent, you're probably going to take any transaction that comes your way if you're newer. Uh, and that's probably okay, because we like those commission checks, and we like to serve people. So that's, that's okay. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching the podcast, share this with your favorite real estate agent. As always, book a game plan call with me. No matter what brokerage you're at, we can discuss your situation. There is no blueprint for success. There technically is no uh, you know, globalized game plan I can just hand you and have success in real estate. I love building your specific playbook to help you win every single day at the game of real estate. You're not going to build your game the same way I did. However, the beauty about real estate is you can absolutely dominate no matter what. So uh, book a call with me. would love to chat with you. All right, so let's dive in. The riches are absolutely in the niches. However, do all niches have riches? The truth is, is that all agents kind of swarm to certain ones, whether it's luxury market, first time home buyers, um, new construction, whatever the niches are that are absolutely convertible and successful, uh, people kind of rush to those and then they become overcrowded. And so the truth is, is that when you have a niche, it's it's really about you and your interest. If you are just joining a niche to, you know, get in because that's where everybody else is or, you know, if you focus on VA buyers and because, you know, that's that's the hot market, that's the best loan, that's no money down, whatever. If you're running to that and it's overcrowded because that's the hot topic of the time, then you're going to have issues and you're going to, you know, be building in a niche that's overcrowded. The truth is the word niche is supposed to be niching down into a smaller group where you are comfortable in your comfort zone so that you are yourself and people are more attracted to you when you are just yourself and in your comfort zone and comfortable in your own skin. So that's a super important point. And my last comment on that piece is it's apparent that some agents uh, their niche is just the commission check and it's all about getting the commission check at the end. If that is the limit of what you serve in that niche, you're going to struggle. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the longevity of a niche. And I kind of see a niche as kind of a farming strategy. Farming is a very old school real estate strategy. And if you are in the niche just for that commission check and and that's kind of it and that's where your your kind of focus is it's not going to convert just like sending out one mailer is not going to convert on a farming you know ca campaign you're going to really struggle if you're so focused on the end end result you're not giving back and you're not having events and you're not creating you're not living in that niche right i have a very good friend who has you know a a pretty specific niche in the horse industry Right. And she 
was talking about how, you know, she's built a team out and she has some agents and she had no desire to have people that weren't horse people, right? She talked about throwing barn parties. She talked about, you know, being in the industry. She's talked about bringing the industry collective together as a whole. That is what you need to do as a niche. So if your first time home buyer is your niche, that's absolutely great. Hopefully you're in that position or have succeeded as a first time home buyer. You have to have the lenders, you have to understand the programs, you have to understand the market, you have to know where to go, where you know those first time home buyer kind of homes are. You also have to provide education along that. And maybe you have to give a little incentive for first time home buyers that everybody else isn't because it's so crowded. And so if you pull those first time home buyers, honestly, first time home buyers are one of my favorite groups. A lot of people say, no, I don't want to work with them. I will work with the first time home buyer the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, because I know as a first time home buyer, if I make that experience absolutely next level and I'm continuing to pour into them and I'm along with them on their journey and continuing to educate them, whether that's the market, whether that's a new loan program now that they've you know, bought their first home and whether that's getting mortgage insurance off of their loan. As you can see, there's an entire sphere around the first time home buyer field. And if you're just in it to turn and burn first time home buyers, well, you might as well be in a different different arena because the beauty of first time home buyers is first time home buyers become lifelong clients. And they all, right, a lot of first time home buyers hang out in little pods. And the first person buys a home, then the next person, then the next person. So it's a huge referral source. Yes, it's a little more work. Yes, it's a little more competitive. Yes, you have to deal with affordability and credit issues and and you know competitive offers if you're you know a govy loan or something like that but if you can get them into a home that is a life-changing piece and if you change someone's life they're going to refer you more and more as you go and this is a big one back to the the horse story um she had a team and she said i had somebody who wasn't a horse person right and she said it was terrible they didn't understand they didn't know how to speak the language they didn't know you know, didn't want to get their boots muddy when they're out looking at properties, whatever. If you are not a person that's in that niche, whether it's horses or, you know, sports or, you know, anything, if you're in a niche, you know, say it's dogs, say, you know, finding homes, yards for dogs is kind of your niche as a real estate agent. If you hate dogs and you're scared of dogs and you can't, you know, live that life and you're just doing it for to because someone told you you needed a niche, it's not going to work. It's really when that passion is developed and when things really come to fruition that you're like, okay, here we go. Here's my niche. This is what I'm doing. And you're, the cool part is like if your niche is dogs, it's obvious where to go, you know, prospect, go to the dog park, you know, maybe partner with a veterinarian, you know? So that's the thing is it can't just be one thing. Hey, I like dogs. I want to find yards for dogs. Use me as your real estate agent. The more you get into a niche, the more you can connect other industries and pour into their businesses. And in the meantime, they'll pull into yours. Go to the dog events, go to, you know, whatever dog food conferences or whatever you can do to um, dog food conferences. That's a good one. Uh, Whatever you can do to be a part of the industry and live that life. And it's a lot easier if you have the interest from the get go. If you have a little experience in an industry, um, it's so much easier to to dive in and really expand. And so the riches are in the niches, but it's a lot of work to kind of dive into that and really fulfill all the expectations that you might have from being in that industry. 
So here's the deal. You have to ask yourself a question or two here. And it is literally, and I ask this question to all my agents who join my organization right away. What do you do for fun? So what do you like to do? And once you have a couple things, where do people go that like to do those same things? And then once you have that nailed down, then you have to say, what's missing and what can I provide as a real estate agent to the people in that industry? If you build based on those three questions and you build a whole business plan about, you know, taking advantage of the niche of, you know, exotic animals or, you know, anything like that, you can build your entire strategy from asking yourself those three questions and then starting to pour in and starting to be present in that niche and starting to, to network. But the truth is that should be pretty easy because if you're already interested in that, those are the things you do exactly in your free time for fun. And if we can merge our business with what we do for fun, that's when life really changes because we're doing things that we're entertained by and that we like to do and that we're happy to do while building a business that can be ultra successful. And once you dive in and you're out there in the industry, be consistent. What gets measured gets managed. Not the first time I've said this, but understand that, okay, is this working? Is there enough business to go around here? Am I laying a foundation that eventually will, will provide fruit or is it just really hard? Am I trying to fit a square peg in a round hole? Do I need to reevaluate? Do I need to maybe reevaluate where I'm going or the group I'm joining or, or whatever? That's where it really gets down to business because people chase niches for so long because somebody up on stage told them to find a niche and go with it. Well, you have to constantly evaluate just like your business. It's not like the secret sauce where you're like, oh, that's my niche and everything comes easily. The more creative and the more innovative you get and the more you pour into other people within that industry, the more it will come back to you. But you have to understand that your time is valuable. So measure that. How's it going? Did I plan a first time home buyer class that flopped? Why did it flop? Did I not put enough planning into it? Did I not put enough money into it? Or is the topic just boring? Right. And so you have to take a look at that step back from a non bias and say, OK, what worked? What didn't work? Why didn't this work? Why did this work and continue to evolve your plan? It's not just checking a box. OK, I'm in the first time homebuyer niche. Let's go. Life's good. Now I can go retire. That's not how it works. So continue to constantly work on your business. And this is something that a lot of agents don't do across the board, whether it's the finances, whether it's you know, your pillars, whether it's your social media, whether it's your YouTube channel, whatever it is, everything that gets measured should get managed and you should make adjustments as you go to continue to level up your business. All right, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on the podcast, please share it with your favorite real estate agent that needs to hear it. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You can also share it on there if this was really good and earth shattering. Uh, and if you're interested in this video here, I'll post it's all about the client journey and the hole in your business is probably your client journey. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye-bye.